stop whistling immediately. Can I hear a drink of water? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 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 should be our intro. It's just us going. <laughs> 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 I'm ready. All right. Three. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this, this stinks. Three, two. Welcome to the Create Smart Podcast. We're going to have a fun conversation today about one of these latest trends or something that's been around a little bit, but we find very interesting. For this conversation, I have Phil DiMartino and Connor Clarity joining me. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Pretty good. Pretty good. Did I get your last name correct? Clarity. No, it's actually Clarity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wanna... You're saying Clarity, which is actually yeah. a great lead into our topic today about very true. Clarity. Yeah, actually. So today I want to talk to you <laughs> two about uh, a recent article that I shared, and it wasn't recent. I mean, it was written last year, but it's all about shallow focus. Uh, really, the article is from Premium Beats titled, Why Shallow Focus Cinematography is Here to Stay. Now, shallow, shallow focus is what you kind of see on sporting events, that kind of new thing where they have like a Josh Mahone's very much in focus and they follow him with a gimbal and you're like, wow, like he looks awesome. What's so different about this? I know WWE, the wrestling company, yeah. does that all the time. They use it when the people come on the uh, – when they're walking down the rampway for their entrance. Um, first off, what's your two opinion on shallow focus? Do you, do you like this trend? Do you hate it? What do you think of it? Well, I think that working in video production, one of the most common things that like people expect to see is that, oh, the background's blurry, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's right. how people think of it. Like shallow depth of field. People aren't using terminology like, oh, depth of field, no, shallow stop. depth of field. Yeah. Uh, people aren't worried about that. It's, um, oh, I, I want the blurry background look. It's, you know, for a lot of people, it comes out. You know, we'll talk about the influence of like smartphone video here. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, I think that their introduction to this concept came when like phones started using portrait mode and photos and still photos. Yeah. And it would separate the subject from the background. So you would get a really clear subject and a really blurry background. And it looks great. It pops off the screen. Right. Now, the point that this article made that you sent is that smartphone videos do not have that shallow depth of field as much. So like they're not capturing that. So like with the ability for people to capture super high quality video in their pockets, the main differentiator for professional video is to allow you to get that shallow depth of field that lets your subjects pop off the screen. So right. people come looking for it when they come well, understandably, right? Like to, it's a movie a thing, right? Like yeah. it's a usual thing you see in movies of like just really good focus and whatnot and the shallow depth of field and how they kind of play with perspective and how you kind of do that narrative. And like, as we talk about, everyone has a smartphone, everyone should be filming, you do it in 4k, but the ability to kind of, do something that's a little more unique. It, it, it to me is like it helped me with it. It hit my lizard brain. I'm like, yeah, this is why shallow depth of field is so important. Why it is a thing, especially when you're doing video production, really be focused on the photo. Like, how do you manage to make your subjects stand out? Mm -hmm. uh, and there's things that a, a smartphone user can't do. I know a lot of times when we talk about what we're doing with our productions and stuff, people immediately come back and like, well, I got a webcam, I got a smartphone. Why can't I do what mm -hmm. you guys do? And that's one of those things that I, I think it, it is important. I think using that smart uh, is very important when it comes to kind of creating content because it helps you stand out. When every other company's putting stuff out there and then all they're using is their webcam or they're having their intern film with a smartphone, I think the ability to use depth of field for a company is kind of a game changer right now. As we know, iPhones came out with the portrait mode. Google phones have been doing crazy depth of field forever and that's stuff all on like still, that. That's all on still photos. Right. And I think that's a really important distinction because um, that's – we get a little technical here. That's artificial. That's actually artificial depth of field, right? Right. right. Looks horrible, horrible sometimes. It does look horrible, and you'll notice it sometimes. Right. It's like, oh, part of your head is out of mm -hmm. focus. It's right. not 
when you use a professional camera and a professional lens, um, the lens is the lens is allowing you to do that based on how open or closed your your aperture is, meaning how much light you're letting in or how much light you're not letting in. And um, a smartphone is trying to mimic that. In, and that's why they don't it doesn't really work. And they don't really do in videos as much. But in photos, it's basically like, OK, we're going to use AI and really, really impressive technology to right, identify right. your subject versus your background. And then they just add artificial blur. Right. 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 That's not what. And that's that's why that doesn't really happen in, in smartphone videos, because it's all post-production artificial, um, as opposed to when you shoot with cinema cameras and nice lenses. Right, right. You actually you're actually capturing that effect. Smartphones with still photography, just mimicking the effect um, because you don't have a physical length lens. Right, right, right. right. So I, I think I mean, Phil, you and I are more or less the same age. Right. So we grew up with this. But uh, Connor, like you didn't grow. You grew up with smartphones. You grew up with having that ability and stuff. What What do you think about this trend? Is it something from speaking from the youth section of All this? Although you're not the youth. Thank you. What do you think about the kind of the use of uh, shallow depth of field kind of in stuff that was more untraditional? That's not just cinema. I was going to say, I think it definitely has its place because um, you go to the you know, movie theaters and you're like, okay, they have a billion dollar budget. Of course, it's going to look awesome. Right. And then you get into more stuff, um, more mass media, more popular stuff like sports. I think is the first time we saw it. And actually we did a create smarter news, uh, last year about when this first kind of hit the scene with it was the NFL, with I think. the NFL. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, and, did you use this article? Or <laughs> no, no, no. You know, this may sound familiar. No, it was with the NFL. And, um, it was like, I think it was during the COVID season or whatever it was, but, um, it, we did. Uh, everyone was throwing a wor- around the world uh, around the word 8K. They were like, "That's an 8K camera that they're shooting with," because they've never <laughs> right. seen it before in like that kind of uh, situation. And then we did some research. I did a thing about an article. We did a Create Smart News, and it was just a cinema level camera, like we use or whatever, right. um, used in an untraditional in a live sense. in a live production in a live production. Yeah. So you'd go from these. Um, you know, TV, broadband, HD, whatever cameras, and then you'd switch to a cinema camera, and everyone at home would be blown away. And then you saw it kind of creep into, I'm a big UFC fan. UFC now uses it all the time. Right. So different things, sports, live stuff, um, just any other cutaway camera that you're not using all the time, but just for a little other, um, you know, view, another lens to use um, just to switch up your broadcast. Then you kind of come into um, to our world you know, and I see it a lot, let's say on video calls, like Zoom was the first one to be like, oh, you can get that blurred background look, you know, if you have a cluttered background with just you, but it it's looks, artificial it looks trust, gross. Right, it just, yeah. it, it kind of AI identifies your silhouette and then just puts like a, uh, it's sweet and low. You want real sugar. Artificial is gross. And yeah. then when you get into smartphones, it's like, what they're doing now with iPhone cameras is incredible. I mean, like you said, I've grown up with iPhones, but I can still appreciate and recognize the iPhone I had in high school is not what the kids in high school now are having, you know? It's right. bigger than whatever. I still have an iPhone 7. I feel like an old person. But um, but then you see stuff like Snapchat, Instagram, you know, Instagram Live. Like I said, Zoom. Filters these are all that. just mimicking. Uh, and some of them do pretty well. I mean, I'd say Snapchat might do the best. Um, and, you know, I think you see trends and then everyone adapts the trend uh, and this unfortunately it just seems like a trend um but like you're saying i think right now if you can capitalize on it i think that's a totally great idea and i hope it sticks around but i think what you just what you said about it being ak is the the big money kind of salient point yes, of this yeah. entire thing like the fact that shallow depth of field to a, a regular consumer to every dad who was watching the nfl and goes oh wait they must have one of them ak oh cameras they're shooting on like yeah. this is something that really enhances a production yes. without you really spending the money that a, a camera like a cinema camera could really cost but yep. you can't do it on your iphone stuff well, well that's the main thing you can't do it you can't do it with the phone in your pocket right right now i will say personally you talk about like applications for this 
I personally find it super jarring in live sports when they cut to that camera because, really? like you said, you're it's looking. Different. It's it's just such a different yes. look and feel. Yeah. And I think like they're getting better as they think about the time the time and place to apply it. But first of all, there's a couple of problems I have with it. So the first is that you're jarring. You're usually going from a wide shot where. Um, everything is in focus. The, yeah. the, like yeah. when you're when you're using the camera for football as the example from the top, from the fifty yard line up high, the whole field really is in focus. The right. Players who are close to it, players who are far, the stand, the it's crowd. a really really deep depth of field. Everything's in focus, and then suddenly you cut to a field level where nothing besides the subject is in focus, and it's still live. And I think that that to me, it's just like a little bit jarring. Like I I. And it's partially just because I'm not used to it and I understand that. If you're watching a documentary about Patrick Mahomes, like, yeah, I want that because mm-hmm. that's the mindset I'm in. Right. If I'm watching a live game with him, suddenly you cut to it. I'm like, this is – it almost feels like Uncanny Valley, like fake, right? The other problem I have with it is that logistically for a camera operator in a live setting, that's freaking hard to actually maintain and make look good. Yeah. Right. Because your point that's going to be in focus is so, so fine – that I see it every time they try to use it in live sports. If Patrick Mahomes moves six inches further away from the camera, he's out of focus. Right. And compared to a deep depth of field shot, where if he moves six inches away, well, maybe he's a little out of focus, but you're never going to notice. In this, he's out of focus and you cannot see him Everything's anymore. Everything's now a blurry screen. So like it's it's too fine to use in a live setting um, right now, but like – in that live setting where you're where you have to be so fine it's just really difficult to do well so i watch it and i get frustrated because i'm like this is not it's not you don't need it either like you don't need it and the irony is they have to use ai to be able to really pull it off to get the right focus i was watching it i was watching it behind the broadcast like an instagram channel you should definitely go to uh, and follow it up manual pull focus but they they were showing that they were showing the behind the thing of the actual camera operator following uh, a josh allen and like it's not just Josh Allen moving around and stuff like that. He's getting hit by Lyman because someone scored a touchdown. So he's getting hit. You can see like all the stuff that makes it difficult. But yeah, the irony that you needed the AI, but right. people are doing the AI with their phone and we're like, well, that looks gross. But now you still need to use AI and the actual kind of cinema cameras. It's going to be an interesting of where this takes stuff because I mean, it's only going to be a matter of time until the iPhone cameras turn, like figure out a way to make it taste more like sugar instead of sweet and low, right? Yeah, it tastes more like it, but it still won't be sugar. Still won't be. Because right. unless you're going to pop a you know, a physical lens, like, and I know these casings are partially bigger now. Phones are partially a little bit thicker now because if you look, the camera on the pixel physically sticks out and that's because there's a small version of a real camera lens on it. So that's how they're getting depth of field. But like, they're only going to go so far because it still has to be able to fit in people's, in people's pockets. So the point of applying this to like corporate video production and stuff like that is that there should be a, the reason I say it frustrates me with the NFL is that there should be a reason for it, right? Right. It right. looks nice. Yes, it looks nice. What's the reason? When you do this in an interview setting, when when we sit down and we interview somebody and you shoot it with a shallow depth of field, there there's a reason for it. You want the focus to be on that person and they're sharing a story with you emotionally and there's nothing else happening around them. In a football game, even you mentioned the Josh Allen example, and he's bumping into his. I want to see his teammates. I want to see right, right. <laughs> the reaction of the of the linebacker who missed the tackle behind him, looking bummed out and and put his head down. That's all part of the story. There. It was a Jets linebacker. You didn't want to see it. <laughs> Great, and I want to know it so I can be Cut disappointed that. with him and be sad with my own life. But there's more to the story than just that guy. Right, right, right. That's why, like I say, the documentary setting I'm in for it. Then the story, the focus is maybe solely on Josh Allen in right. a live game. You don't even know what the story is yet. In a replay, maybe, 
Am I being really annoying about this? No, no, no. You're, in a replay, you're I, I in think, a replay, maybe you know what the single focus is. You give me that shot. Right, then. right, right. I don't want it in a live setting because we don't even know what the story is. Or yet. go to commercial. You're doing the, the like. You're right. You can't blend it with game footage. You can't be right. like, oh, yeah, cool. Here's the wide hard. shot to this, right? But if you do it the right, sorry, Connor, talk over. No, no, I, I was going to interrupt you. That's <laughs> but, fine. Can I uh, interrupt you both? I, well, I want to. I want to pivot over to. <laughs> I want to pivot. The, let's wrap it up real quick. But I mean. Talk, give me examples in corporate where you think it could work. Because it's funny, having this conversation, I'm kind of having an aha moment. Because in our studio, how we kind of blend stuff and how we can jump into webcams, how we can jump into stuff like Zoom calls and stuff, we utilize actual kind of the point and shoot type of camera that sure. has uh, very well, looks great. Mm -hmm. So when we jump on that, we look amazing. And we're just sitting in a studio camera. We're just in studio and the whole right. point of the camera is so we can talk to our talent and say like, okay, do this, right. do that. But we look amazing because we have our physical camera. camera going right. into yeah. that. <laughs> and it's always funny to me because everyone's like, oh wow, what camera are you using? And you're right. It, all it is is the depth of field because it's a normal camera and I'm not right. doing a webcam. I could see that being a really great application. If you want to stand out and make your, even though your presentation, especially you bring your subject matter experts together into a, just a Zoom call, if you can find a way to be able to bring them in via a, a real camera, yes. it's going to make that look already head and shoulders above a Zoom call, the the boring, oh, this is so stupid. Why are we sitting here listening to this? This could have been an email. I think that's a really good application of trying to use the shallow focus. hundred percent. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And it's actually a lot easier and cheaper to do than it would have been five or 10 years ago. You right. talk yeah. about like some of the, the little cameras that are on the market that do have like detachable lenses, but are super cheap still. And I mean, super cheap comparatively to what it would have been five or 10 years ago. And, you know, a little device to make your camera recognize it as a webcam, even though it's a real camera, like it is possible and it would set you apart. And I mentioned interviews and Connor, I think you can speak to other types of shoots. I think about like going to like um, a nice garden or something like that, where it's True like, that. we want to focus on a specific element. Like that's another time when you want to make the focus the focus yes. and that's when it's important, right? Yeah. And I, I think, I think there's definitely a place for interviews and even zoom calls to make it look impressive and have a reason for that where the subject is that person giving remarks or giving a meeting or whatever it is. But then you get into our realm of let's say B roll or something. And the best B roll in our minds is always that stuff where the, the shallow focus is on the flower and everything else is blurry right. or the kid playing on the pile of rocks and everything else is blurry, you know? And so, cause you're drawing the focus. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's it, that 8k shot, yeah, 8k <laughs> shot of Josh Allen. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, but it, it is, it's, it's, you know, hand holding the, the viewer to saying, this is what I'm shooting and that's what you should be focusing on. Right. And that is the purpose. And to your point, if you're shooting B roll of a person talking to another person, well, I, definitely want them both to be that's my focus is the right. conversation right so they're just there has to it looks great and i know the example in the article you showed was it was one of the netflix movies is Zack snyder's that netflix yeah, movie yeah. and i remember watching it and being frustrated because i was like oh he used it's it not so it's overused yeah. and it's not right. necessary right sometimes your viewer your your viewer is led to the point appropriately they don't need to be beat over the head with the point um and again similar to the nfl example in that movie in army of the dead there were times when it's like, okay, you have all these visual effects in the background. I want to see them. Yeah. I, I don't care about yeah. this guy's face in this setting. I care about what's chasing I him. I see explosions and zombies. Why is that blurry? I don't care about Dave Batista's beard hairs <laughs> being in, in crystal focus. I want to see beard the zombies chasing him. Right, like, right. So it's it's what's the reason? And I think like we're not huge gearheads here compared to some other production companies. No. So I do think like Think critically about what the reason is. And if um, if people come to us and said, oh, I w 
to our clients' credit, I think we were with a lot of smart clients. Most of them don't just come to us and say like, I want that blurred background look. Right. They're thinking Ooh, more about their audience and, and their objectives and goals. And my point is that's where all these conversations should start. And then you use the technology to get there. And a lot of times it is this, but sometimes it's not. I think we got to have a part two conversation where we talk about the the next step, right? Which is you don't have the shallow depth of field. How do you make it How do you still? pay attention to your background? How do you make sure that yeah. your webcam doesn't look horrible? Like what's ways that you can go about it? Because there's plenty we could talk about yeah. there. But let's just wrap this up. Uh, how can uh, folks get in touch with you if they're interested in kind of talking a little bit more, maybe talking a little uh, shallow depth of field? Well, they should definitely find us on all of the social media channels on which five Tool Productions exists. Um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, all the rest. I know they can find me on LinkedIn or at phil at 5toolproductions.com. Same with me, LinkedIn, Connor Clarity or Connor at 5toolproductions.com. And that's O-R, right? C-O-N-N-O-R. Connor Clarity, not Clarity, but oh, Connor Clarity. Okay, well, Connor Clarity is his stage name. Okay? <laughs> that's when he's playing it's with It's when he's shooting yeah. footage <laughs> and it's super, super clear. Yeah, it's Connor Clarity. That's his ah, freelancer name? Yes. Oh, it's when he doesn't oh. miss the focus that's on Josh Allen yes. because he's not shooting in an inappropriate setting. Well, he would have been. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, hit him. Connor no, Clarity. don't hit him up. We need him. Uh, <laughs> Kyle McNaught, same exact thing, Kyle. Just Kyle at 5Tool Productions or even just go to our website, 5toolproductions.com. You can see everything that we have to offer. Uh, but otherwise, thanks for listening to our Create Smarter podcast. 